I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And this this is That Other F Word. All right. We are here with Kirby Deal, the development director for Girls Inc. Um, Kirby and I met, I was a coach for Girls Inc. And we started doing some things and... I really just like everything Girls Inc. is about, and I really like Kirby. So, Kirby, (laughs) if you don't mind, give us a little bit of a background, like who you are and, you know, where you're from, anything. Awesome. Um, So, I'm originally from Cleveland, Tennessee. I grew up there, lived there my entire life, so kind of small town mentality. Um, I went to college not far away, Athens, Tennessee, majored in English. Wanted to be a baseball writer. That was my big goal. Um, Yeah, so kind of crazy thing that a lot of people don't know about me. Um, Yeah, so I interned for a minor league baseball team for about two years and had an awesome time doing that, but just kind of decided it wasn't really for me. It wasn't where my heart was, and so I took some time away from that to kind of think about what it was that I wanted to do. Um, At that time, my parents had moved to Knoxville, so I was like, I'll just move home. You know, I'm out of college, like... Who knows what they're doing, like, out of college. So I'll just move in with them, have a good time. Um, And I found a part-time job at Girls, Inc. So that's kind of where my journey with Girls, Inc. started. Um, I was the middle school instructor for about seven months. And then after that, after a small break, I transitioned into this role. So now I've been director of development for about three years. Awesome. And, I mean, I think you're great. I mean, I hope you're great. Oh, shucks. <laughs> well, I, I, I think, I hope you have fun in that role. Absolutely. Um, it, yeah. It's really um, kind of... I mean, I think it's necessary. We can get into that in a little bit. Okay, we do have cool. a standard set of questions Perfect. we ask all yes. of our guests. So, mm-hmm. Rin, you want to hit her with the first one? I sure will. Kirby, are you a feminist? Yes, I would say that I am. I think growing up, I was, you know, I obviously grew up in the, in the South. So I think that was not a word that people threw around a lot. And I think especially when I was growing up, it was kind of thought of as a negative thing. Um, but as I get older, I realize what that term means and what it is and how powerful it is and the ownership that not only for myself, but for the girls that I deal with every day that I want to give to that. And so, uh, yes, I would absolutely say that I'm a feminist. That's a great answer. Oh, thank you. (laughs) That's why you're one of my favorite people. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, right there, that answer. Um, That was wonderful. (laughs) Well, I mean, so you kind of got into it. So what do you think about feminism? Yeah, I mean, just touching on that a little more, I think of my mother. I mean, she's been one of the strongest female role models in my life and, you know, very similar situation. She grew up in an even smaller town than I did. Um, you know, obviously before, you know, when, what, the seventies. So, I mean, I don't know what that was like. I wasn't alive, but I can only imagine like what it was to be a woman growing up in a very small town where you were strong and you were smart and all of these things, but you couldn't really express that maybe in the way that she necessarily wanted to. So I think of, her as just someone to kind of look at as this positive role of a feminist because I do think a lot of times it gets a negative connotation I'm not really sure where that comes from but um, I think that she takes it and makes it a positive thing and she makes it a positive thing for everyone you know people at her church look at her and I think they can tell that about her and they love it they think it's wonderful and so she's kind of the first thing that I think about in that role so Kirby you're kind of doing this thing of answering our questions before we I ask know them. Ooh, it's, like it's... I can read your mind <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so you can say Rin I just said that or you could answer a different person okay, but cool. uh, who do you think of when you think of feminism um I'll say another one oh, okay I just said, uh, really <laughs> distinctly uh, but uh my boss Ronnie so she's she's kind of the complete opposite from me I think in a lot of ways um she grew up northern small town um has lived you know kind of all over the place and so she had obviously a very different upbringing from me. And so she's very, 
I would say, like, out there with her feminism. Whereas, I guess, growing up, I was more on the, like, sheltered side of that. And so she just kind of puts it all out there. And she has so much respect for herself and the people around her and us as a staff. And I think that's what a strong woman is. I think that's what a feminist is. Someone who respects women, someone who builds up women, someone who dedicates their life to that. And I think it's wonderful. So she's, when I think of a feminist person, she's one of the first ones that comes to mind. I mean, I think that's a great answer. I think the world of Ronnie, I think the world of all of you ladies over at Girls Inc. um, I think all of you do very different and very distinct necessary jobs. And a lot a lot of it is to build up other young women yeah. and, and you know, it's still, we're still kind of small town here in East Absolutely, Tennessee yeah. and, and, and making these girls know that it's okay to be a feminist mm-hmm. and it's okay to be a strong woman yeah. leader. All, all of you women are just, yes. you know, you're awesome and you're strong and you're, you know, so I think all of you are strong, really great. Smart, I love bold, that. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> yeah. that. And so strong, smart and bold is the, um, the tagline yes. for Girls Inc. And so um, we'll we'll put some stuff up about Girls Inc. on awesome. our website That'd so you fantastic. guys all can, you know, get get some more knowledge about Girls Inc. Cool. But um, okay, so our last question that we yes. ask our guests, and it can be the second to last thing if the first thing's going to get you in trouble. But what's the last okay. thing you Googled? <laughs> I was going to say, the last thing I Googled was directions to get here. So I don't that's know if perfect. That, that's, is that a good answer? I mean, that's, I don't know. that's fine. It could also be something like you looked up. I mean, we've had some pretty funny answers. Recipes oh, yeah. for certain things. Ooh, recipes. Um, yeah, when my husband was on, he had just like Googled a quote walkthrough of a game i don't nice. know i think my, my nephew I, I mean my godson what did sean sean looks oh we haven't had his episode yet forget Aww. it but when he comes on he has a funny answer we have a lot of funny yeah a oh, lot of funny things carolyn I guess. had googled hot springs in north carolina that's fantastic yeah. i'm trying to think of what the second to last thing i googled was like before that but I'm sure it was something to do with yesterday, someone's name or business, <laughs> right. something well, the, of that nature. So yeah. it was the, was it, it t- yesterday was the Elite Awards? Yes. So yesterday we had our biggest Knoxville event. It was the fifth annual Elite Awards at the press room. So every year we get nominations um, for women in categories of strong, smart, and bold to go along with our mission. So we had three finalists in each category, and then we announced the winners last night. So awesome. it was awesome. That's well, so actually, cool. So yeah, it, we had a really fun time. By the time you all hear this, it will actually not be last night. Oh, well, um, yeah. It might be, it might be a couple nights ago but um (laughs) but so that'll lead us into what is girls inc would you kind of give us a kind of a preview of what girls inc exactly is yeah so i work for girls inc of the tennessee valley we're the local affiliate of the national organization girls incorporated and so the mission is to inspire all girls to be strong smart and bold and we do that through after school summer and sports programs so we're big on intentional research-based programs that uh really just kind of offer girls a new experience. So introducing girls to subjects, activities, things that they might not otherwise have access to. So we do a lot of STEM-based programming, economics, financial sustainability, media awareness, internet safety, that kind of thing. So, you know, like we said, strong, smart, and bold to us, that just means making sure that every girl grows up healthy, educated, and independent. Um, So a lot of times, you know, the girls we serve, they are often highest need, uh, lower income. They often don't have the same opportunities that many of us as as staff have been blessed with. So we really just want to give those options to them, let them know what's waiting out there for, you know, in the world for them, and they can go after it and chase it and own it. Right. And that's what, I mean, so if you, can you give us a couple of the stats? The stats are what got me hooked. Yeah. Um, because that, 
Well, I will say, so I remember seeing them on a, the table at the summit, yes. this conference that we were at. Yeah. And I'm someone who like, I, I feel like I'm fairly knowledgeable about this kind of stuff. And yeah. I saw them and they blew me away. It's they were really crazy. scary a lot of times when you look at, you know, just numbers. I know, you know, one of the most harrowing off the top of my head, you know, one in four girls will be sexually assaulted by the age of, I believe, 18 or 19 um, or experience some form of, you know, sexual harassment. And it's just, it's... It's become this thing, it seems, that women are just kind of, you know, we learn at a young age to just kind of take it and accept it. And I think we're starting to see now that that's not okay and that that's not, you know, how girls should be growing up. It's not the environment that they should be growing up in. The fact that, you know, 25% of them will have some sort of negative experience in this aspect. It's just, it's not only heartbreaking, it's also just like infuriating. And so I think that, you know, by starting girls at a younger age, in these programs where they can learn about confidence, they can learn who to talk to, they can learn who to trust, they can learn who to look up to as mentors. I think that's a huge piece of, you know, hopefully getting that statistic lowered significantly. Um, another one that always kind of strikes me, and this goes along with the fact that we are pretty heavy STEM based, um, uh, you know, most girls by the time they hit middle school think that they're not as good at science or math. And it's not necessarily that they're not good at it. It's just that they don't feel confident enough. They don't feel as confident as their male counterparts. And it's just, you know, it it has a negative effect on them in the sense that they don't want to go into those areas. They don't want to study STEM. They don't want to study, you know, computer science. They don't want to do coding. And so making them understand that, no, you have everything that you need. You have, you know, the intelligence, you have the strength, you have the confidence, you have all of that, you can go into anything that you want. If that's computer science, if it's coding, whatever it is, you can take that on. Um, that's huge for us, and that's ultimately what we want. And so we're just trying to get girls more involved in those fields so that hopefully they can they can carry on even after they're not in Girls Inc. anymore. Right, and it's it's just, it just seemed, and that that's what, so I, I went, I did this, the reason I even got involved with Girls Inc. is yeah. those stats. Absolutely. You know, I saw this and I thought, I owe it to these girls to be involved because all the strong women I've had who helped tell me I didn't have to get married and have a baby at 18. Yeah. And because that's, I mean, that's still a statistic that's still there. We still have all these girls who will have had, who will have, you know, get married and have a child at 18. That's not, Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily bad, but that's not their only option. Right. And and, And it's really more about, here are these things and it's not necessarily bad. And just because your parents did it doesn't make it bad, but we have other things. And here's how we're going to teach you. Here's all this programming to teach you all of these things that just mean, you know, you don't have that stuff. That was the perfect answer. That was awesome. Cause we do get a lot of pushback sometimes, you know, well, what if that is what a girl wants? What if a girl does want to follow this more traditional route? That's great. We're totally supportive of that. We just want them to know that isn't your only option. There are other things that you can explore and that you shouldn't be held back from exploring those because you're, you know, you have low self-esteem or because of any sort of, you know, income barrier, anything like that. Those things should not hold you back. Well, it's probably largely a perception issue too for girls. So have you seen the movie Misrepresentation? No, I haven't. Okay. I need to. Yeah. You guys, you might even show it at, at Girls Inc. Yeah, Um, cool. So I, there's one stat I always remember from that movie and it's, I wish I could remember exactly what it was, but in kindergarten, they asked little boys and girls, um, 
if you, if they want to be president. And at that age, they all have like they basically boys and girls at the same level have the same answer, like the same number say yes. Right. And then you get a few more years on in elementary school, and that changes drastically. Like oh, way fewer girls say yeah. they would like to be president. That kills me. And what that movie is saying is that it's because they don't see it in the world around them. They don't yeah. see female, pre- you know, and so having a place where they go and they get to hear all the time that yes they can do stem things and they can play sports and they can do anything they want like that's probably pretty powerful absolutely one of my favorite activities that we do along with the stem program so we do uh, with all of our programs we do a series of surveys so we'll start out with just small questions for the girls Um, for the youngest set of girls one of the things we do right off the bat when they start the operation smart program which is our stem program we have them draw a scientist So this is just a fun activity. You're just going to draw whatever you think a scientist is. Most of the time when they turn them back in, you know, remember this is right at the beginning of the program. It's a very traditional male lab coat, goggles, that kind of thing. And then as the program goes on, they kind of learn about females in STEM. They learn, you know, female scientists, that whole thing. And then by the end of the program, they've shifted a little bit. They draw themselves as scientists. They draw women as scientists. And it's yeah, I know it like makes me want to cry a little bit, but um, <laughs> no. it's, yeah, it's just such an incredible thing to see how girls respond when they have caring people teaching them these lessons. And mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the most fulfilling parts of my job, at least, is to see how these girls do respond and to see the positive impact that it has on them. Right. And well, a lot of it's the perception, yes. right? And so like Nike had that um, ad some years ago, play like a girl. Yeah. And, you know, my brother and I never would have ever done anything but played hard. Absolutely. My brother would have never said, <laughs> because, you know, yeah. he always had me as his sister not playing like a, you know, quote yeah. unquote girl. Um, but that's just, it's just like what Rin was saying and everything. And, and you were saying with the STEM yeah. stuff, how they go from one perception, because that's what our, what we see in our world. Mm-hmm. And then just a little bit, and we're not talking about, oh, we're only, we're only saying only, you know, we're, it, it's not like a brainwashing type thing, Absolutely, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's like just an educational thing. Yes. Here are your options. Yeah, it's we don't not, want to brainwash. Yeah. yeah, we're not saying, oh no, you have to do this. It's yeah. just, hey, here's the big picture. Yeah. Okay. Instead of just this very small picture we see normally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, that's like, that's a really big thing. And, yeah. and, and we don't realize how much we're doing that um, just by accident. Oh, absolutely. You know, and just in, in the world. And so, well, you know, did you hear, um, and this was a little bit ago, but Ronnie spoke about this last night at the event in her speech, but did you hear the story about the girl who was playing at the arcade and she was playing the pitching game, like the baseball pitching game? And she, I don't know, it was like something she did incorrectly, I guess I say in quotations, but, mm-hmm. and it said, oh, don't worry, there's always softball or something <gasps> like that. And she, yeah, she wrote a letter like to yeah. the makers of the game and was like, I've played softball my entire life. You know, I take that very seriously. It's something I'm passionate about at a super young age. And so for me to play this game and see that that's what you all thought of as the lesser option, you know, how right. many how many girls is that turning off from playing softball, from playing anything, from getting or, involved? Right, in, or baseball. It, from playing baseball, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I that just struck me when I heard that. But it's that same thing. You know, I'm sure those people had no intentions of no. making little girls feel bad when they play that right. game. But that's then right. at the same time, that's the messages that they're getting. And those are the messages that girls see every day. That's right. Even, like you said, not intentional. Exactly. It's just, and so, I mean, so that kind of... Well, I'm glad that came from a little girl and not from an older woman. You know yes, what I mean? Absolutely. And not, not that there's anything wrong with an older no, woman yeah. saying something's wrong with that. But I think we, you know... 
I guess what I mean is not an older woman who's like sitting behind her computer. Like yeah. it right. came yeah. from like someone who was directly affected by right. it. And, you know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And so, um, and speaking for herself, like, that's right, yeah. which is a, a whole nother huge well, big yeah. deal. Yeah. You well, know, there's a thing we say at work all the time. You know, people are always saying girls need to find their voices. You know, mm-hmm. women need to find their voices. Women and girls already have a voice. They need people listening. They need people actively taking a part and listening to what they have to say and treating that with value. Right. So how is Girls Inc. different than, you know, Girl Scouts or, um, you know, even the Girls Club, YWCA? How how is it different? How does it stand apart from these other organizations? Um, Well, one big thing, we are entirely free. So all of our programs in Knoxville are all scholarshiped. Um, So no girl will ever be turned away because of, you know, affordability or anything like that, which we're very proud to say that we can do that. We serve the highest need girls in our community first. Uh, We currently have 13 outreach programs. So we're at 13 different sites in Knoxville. So every girl that comes to a program um, in Knoxville, there's no cost associated and they can just come and they can enjoy programming and that be the end of it. Um, We also, you know, like we've talked about a lot, we are very intentional about the programs that we run. Um, So every day is dedicated to a different program, kind of depending on the needs of the girls at the school that we're in. So if there's a school who has higher, you know, illiteracy rates, we can work on reading, we can work on writing, writing skills, that whole thing. So we kind of, we have a lot of freedom with our curriculum. We're very proud of what we offer, but we can also kind of shift it to the needs of the girls that we serve. Which is nice. It's not just yeah. a cookie cutter. And absolutely, you know, so when I want to give everybody a picture, if you're not quite understanding what we're saying by like intentional programming. So, you know, a lot of times your kids go to after school programs mm-hmm. and it's just, they're just running around on the playground and, and that's fine too. I mean, we're not, we yeah, do, we do a physical things at mm-hmm. Girls Inc. Absolutely. And they have garden, you guys have gardens yes. at, at Girls Inc. They are um, doing all kinds of things, but it's, not just free play. Um, there, Correct, there yeah. is there is some kind of learning happening, yeah. and it might not be in a traditional learning type. What you think of as a learning setting, you're yes. not sitting at a desk, and there's not a lecture. Um, but they're they're either planting a garden. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally spoke as a beekeeper. Had yes, them come yeah. in. They got to pl- they got to touch what um, the frames look like. They got mm-hmm. to put on a bee suit in veil. They got to um, get, hun- they took honey home, they yeah. took seeds home so they could plant bee-friendly and plants. And it. so yeah. it's, it's, so it's, it's, sometimes it's just fun stuff, but they're still learning. Yes. And, and a lot of times I think you guys present it in a way they don't, the kids, these girls don't even know they're learning. Yeah, I completely agree. We do a program called Parks and Focus where we partner with the National Park Service and they focus on teaching girls about photography, but they take them outside. So there's obviously a parks <laughs> atmosphere to it. Um, girls are hiking, they're going on trails, they're doing all these things that many of them have never experienced. Many of them have never held an actual camera. And so now they're able to learn what a camera is, how it's used, the benefits of using, you know, the physical camera over using your iPhone camera, that kind of thing. And so it's just, it, like you said, there's always a learning component involved. It is very structured, but at the same time, the girls are having fun. They're learning about things that they're passionate about, that they're interested in. So it kind of, you know, it's not, like you said, it's not just a lecture style kind of program. Right. So we're very they're, proud They're learning in fun ways and fun yeah. in different ways. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I think, just to clarify what intentional yeah, programming, that was good. you know, means just... It's one of those things I throw around a lot, those words. Well, and, and, so, and so do I. And it. I thought, you know, <laughs> I know we keep saying that. And yeah. I know we've kind of touched on it, mm-hmm. but, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's 
I think it's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And so there's all no- of our staff are also trained as well. So we're very heavy on staff trainings. Um, we're very lucky to have a, a national organization where we can kind of take you know, things from them. They also offer a lot of training. So our staff will go there, learn, you know, the best components of the curricula that we use and all of that and how to present it to these girls in an appropriate way. Okay. So I guess, so are any men involved in Girls Inc.? We do. So we have males um, who participate in like a volunteer aspect or a, you know, an instructor kind of aspect. Uh, We don't serve boys, obviously, but Yes, we are. We love having. I was gonna say we love men, but we, sure. But so, we love having men involved. <laughs> I guess is how I want to yeah, phrase that. Yeah, that's awesome. So what we like to say is, so we don't say all women are the best, or yes. or we love men because everyone's just people. Right. So there's yeah. good and bad men, and there's good and bad women. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. We all of us at Girls Inc would agree completely. We're very lucky to have um, dedicated men who support our organization. We have, you know, we have different boards of directors um, for the different counties that we serve, all of those have male participation. We're very happy about that. We're very proud of that because like we talked about, you know, before we started recording, men are a huge piece of it and we never want to exclude men from that. I think by saying, oh, well, you're a man, you can't be involved with this organization. It's, you know, just as bad as vice versa. And so we, you know, men care about girls growing up and being educated and healthy and independent as well. And we want to give them those opportunities to help us with right. that. Right. Well, and Donnie and I both coached. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He didn't, the first year, it's funny, it's talking about the men, you know, Donnie was like, I'm not coaching a bunch of girls in softball. And, and, and my husband's an outed feminist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's a very not Donnie kind yeah, of thing to surprising. say. <laughs> I have he an was, amazing picture of him in a hat on the, on the field, on the by field. the way, that I, mean, I will have to post. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll have to, since we're talking about Girls Inc. He, and he just was really, and then and then um, Tracy, who's the director of sports, yes. asked me to then coach basketball, and I thought, oh, Tracy, <laughs> okay, so the two, the only two sports I have never played are softball <laughs> and basketball, <laughs> and those are what you have me. So I said, Donnie, you have to help me with basketball. Yeah, and he was like, you know, girls basketball. Okay. So he starts, and then he's addicted, and then we end up coaching two teams of everything. I was gonna say, yeah, from there you <laughs> two, guys just kind of went two all two softball yeah. teams, two basketball teams, two of everything, and you know he was really addicted, and you know some of these girls don't have both parents mm-hmm. or either parent yep. or, and it was just funny to see all the dynamics. I felt like I was important because they could see a strong woman. Yeah. But, but he was a, a man who was encouraging them. Yes. And that was also so beneficial. Um, mm-hmm. And so neither of us were better or more liked or we were just different. Yeah. We, we acted in different capacities for these girls. And I think it was all positive. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so we really, we like that the guy, a lot of men coach for yeah. Girls Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and do other volunteer things. But then, so we, because of this, what all these people call like some of us third wave feminists and all of these things. And so, and then we're anti-men. And so is there ever backlash because we don't have this for boys or we don't let boys in? I mean, there is, we do get the, um, the, well, what about the boys question Mm -hmm. a lot? And we're very upfront and honest. Boys need programming as well. That's just not what we do. Um, I can't say that I'm, you know, an expert on the issues of young men in Mm -hmm. our community. 
but someone is. Mm -hmm. And if they want to start a program like this, I think that that's incredible. I think that that can only add value, not only to the young men in our community, but just the community as a whole. It's just not what we do. That's what we want for the young girls. Mm -hmm. We just notice that girls face oftentimes a different set of barriers and we want to knock those out of the way. That's awesome. Excellent. Yes. I mean, because, because you've seen the other, you know, so it used to be the YMCA. Yes. Then the YWCA was created and then it was Big Brothers and Mm -hmm. now it's Big Brothers, Big Sisters. And so I, it's not because we're lacking inclusion here. It is. It's because Girls Inc. has picked up on just something that was very necessary. Yes. There was something lacking mm-hmm. in that because those statistics with in, in y, YWCA and Big Brothers Big Sisters, these are all very important programs. But yeah. but somehow we were still we still have those statistics because both of those programs have been around since the seventies. Right. But we still have the statistics of girls getting married mm-hmm. and pregnant at 18 yeah. and being sexually assaulted yep. and not holding as many positions in power as CEOs, yes. as scientists, as physicians, as lawyers. I can go on and on and yeah. on. So it's not because we're trying to exclude boys. It's because, and I keep saying we like if I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I don't work for Girls Inc. <laughs> Just so a big proponent. Yeah, I'm a big absolutely. supporter. But, but it's because there was a hole. Yes. And it's, yes. so it's not, again, it's not to the detriment of boys. Mm-hmm. It's because there was a hole in, in the girls support and programming. Right. Exactly. I, I mean, just yeah. want to be, I want to just like yeah. be clear about that because this, this is becoming an ongoing fight that we yeah. are always having. Yes. Well, and then there were, I'm thinking, and I wish I, I don't know all the details on this, but I feel like there was a time when there were <laughs> girls who were upset because they couldn't join Boy Scouts and maybe even vice versa. I can't remember. Right, there was right. a lot of scandal yes. around it. Mm-hmm. And I like, as I'm hearing you talk, it sounds like there's value in specializing and maybe there should be spaces that are, these are for boys. These are for girls. These like, maybe it's okay yeah. to have spaces that are for everybody and spaces that are for people with inclusion. Specific right. There's, it's not. Yeah. And just because it's not completely inclusive doesn't mm-hmm. make it, you know, exclusionary. Like we're not excluding. Right. We're just not including. Right. Like, I, mean, I mean, it sounds crazy, but it's just, this isn't, this isn't a space for you right now. Like we need this space. Yeah. We need it. It's just like a, just a normal human being, me, yes. not even taking away from male, female. Sometimes I just need space by myself. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or sometimes I just need to have another conversation with yeah. a woman. Like not, and there are you know, so many statistics and so many things that you can read about how girls react when they're in a room full of boys and girls and how girls react when they're in a room full of girls and knowing that they're with, their peers, their actual peers, gives them the confidence to speak up, the confidence to talk about issues that they actually face, as opposed to when you're in a mixed group and just saying, oh, yeah, well, that's that was my opinion, but not not owning that well, and not really putting it out there. That's right. It's why they're, even in a domestic situation, yes. a male and female cop, if it's a male and female couple, will be sent out because yeah. the woman will talk to the woman police officer and the man will talk to them. Right, because, exactly. Because, you know, it's hard enough, like, girl, like I mean, we can talk about something as serious as rape or anything mm-hmm. else. It's not it's not that comfortable to have that conversation with a man. For sure, yeah. And I mean, if we're talking about even, like, girl things, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, I could talk to, my father would be very, my father, you know, when I first got my period said, <laughs> if there's anything you need to talk about, I'm here to talk about. Yeah. Do you think I was going to go to him? Right. I'm very similar. And I'm, I mean, he yeah. he was very, my dad had sisters that were older and younger. Yep. He would have absolutely been 
fair and kind yeah. and understanding, I still was not going to ask him about tampons. No, yeah. I mean, it wasn't going to happen. For and, sure. And, and so, you know, us having just this this female group, yeah. if something's happened, mm-hmm. these girls are going to be more comfortable talking about yes. something that's happened with you all, not necessarily your male counterparts. And hopefully teaching them in these specialized options to develop that confidence, to take that back so that when they are with men or when they are, you know, in a room full of people, men and women alike, they can still have that confidence to speak up and they can still succeed in that space. Well, and I love that the first thing you said too was we understand boys have needs also because I feel like, so even I'm always conscious of this when we're recording because I always think people are going to, for both of us in different ways, going to be like, oh, "Oh, those like lady apologists or whatever. Like boys do have needs too. And and absolutely. We talked to her godson um, and he was talking, he was here and we took a break and I Googled young, like teenage boys and feminism. And I saw something that was talking about how kind of kind of these boys are seeing all this stuff for girls which yep. which is totally necessary and yeah, needed sure. but i wonder if some of the like super reactionist um alt right like angry stuff we're seeing from men is because like they see this stuff for girls which like i just said is super necessary and i yeah. love that we have it but i wonder if like they need something too because they see this and i i think sometimes they feel like there's nothing there for them which yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, uh, well, there is, so boys have always had access to programs. They've always yes. had access to college. They've always had ac- access to vote. I mean, these, uh, you know, not too long ago, we couldn't vote. And right. so, but what I will say is, and because we're talking about, you know, boys don't have an, a, 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 have a space where they can talk about emotions. This is still a thing. Yeah, Guys still are not exactly allowed right. to talk about emotions. Yeah. And so where we're talking about everybody having space, you know, boys do. Boys need space for just not, yeah. you know, sports playing dudes. Right. Maybe they need to talk about something that's important. You know, boys Absolutely. get sexually yeah. abused also. Boys yeah. get mm-hmm. trafficked. Bo- these things happen. Yeah. They and need space too. We're not. And so like some of this, like Ren was saying, it's not because we're anti it, but we really have had less space for a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, YMCA and Big Brothers existed before YWCA right. and Big Brothers Big Sisters. And we've, they've picked it up and yeah. we've started doing it. And, but those programs were kind of available. Now they might need to be modified a little. Yeah. And I think they're getting yeah. there because, we're, you know, we've mm-hmm. got a new generation taking over. And so and we're not saying there should be a boys program where they have, they have to play with dollhouses. Like that's no, not, yeah. <laughs> not, not at all, but right. it, they need to have a space, a, a safe space to all that children fulfills. really do yes, need. I would agree with that space yeah. and fairness and and we're not opportunity expert, we're no. not experts on what boys needs are but just something yeah. that also meets those so i was really glad that you said yeah, that good well thank you <laughs> yeah um is there so we you guys at girls inc get girls pr- pretty young um what's when do you when is programming start what are the ages yeah so we do we start programming at age five Okay. So girls five years old can start our programs and we run through age 14 okay and so why I mean, is it necessary to get them young? Do we do better when we get them younger? We do. I think that I think that showing girls at a younger age before they've kind of seen all of the messages that the world can sometimes <laughs> put out there. I think getting them before that happens, that sounds so terrible to say getting them, but no. <laughs> yeah. offering them programs before that happens is 
just one step further in making sure that they have everything to grow up in that strong, smart, and bold model to make sure that they can, you know, they they do some programming and then they grow up and they start seeing these media messages coming at them, telling them you have to look a certain way, you have to do a certain thing, here are the jobs that you can get and they can say, but wait, I took Girls Inc. and I was a part of a Girls Inc. program and they told me that that's not true and that I can I can do anything that I want. And I so I think it's, uh, you know, our, our model is for any girl, any girl, any age, anywhere. But I do think that there is a benefit to having them at a younger age so that they can get acclimated with that programming and try to, you know, just build a foundation from there. Before the world starts putting yeah. ideas crap in their head. I, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we, and, and we can't help it. You know, some of our families, whether, I mean, they're not doing it necessarily on purpose. Nobody's necessarily yeah. talking their children into certain ideas. It's right. just what you, it's just what you see in your yeah. environment and it, it can't be helped. And if we do give them at least, once again, the education, the options, the knowledge, mm-hmm. then they can work with it and not just subscribe to one theory, yes. right? We're giving them a little bit, a little bit more. Yeah. Giving so, them those options. That's right. Yeah. So how long has Girls Inc. Um, of the Tennessee Valley been around? So we originally started as Girls Inc. of Oak Ridge in okay. the late 1970s. Um, in 2014, we began an expansion. So we expanded into a couple of Knox County schools. And then officially at the start of 2017, we transitioned to Girls Inc. of the Tennessee Valley. We now serve 1,100 girls every year in Anderson, Knox, and Blount County. Awesome. So then the reason I asked that is more of, have we seen girls who have graduated from the program? Have we seen differences? I mean, does it look different now? Yeah, with these it does. girls who have been in the program versus maybe the girls who didn't, or the girls who were long-term participants. I mean, yes. Are... So we love having girls who have gone through the whole program come back and mentor our girls, volunteer, work at the Oak Ridge Center, work in our outreach programs. Um, we have a few just off the top of my head who are very involved, and they can really speak to what Girls Inc. has done for them and what that programming has done for them. We did. We were at a, a luncheon the other day, and one of our uh, Girls Inc. girls, she's grown up, she's in college now, and she came back and she spoke at this event and just kind of gave like her personal testimony of, you know, I loved what she said. She said, when people ask me where I'm from and what I did, I tell them I'm from Oak Ridge and I did Girls Inc. <laughs> and she said that was my thing, and it's been one of the best things that she's ever done, and it was just awesome to hear Because, I mean, we see it all the time, but then it's good to hear from someone who's kind of gone out into the world. You know, she's doing her own thing now. She's in college. She's providing for herself. She's making a life for herself at a very young age. And to have her come back and say, you know, part of the reason that I can do this is because of Girls, Inc. That was an awesome thing for us to hear. I love that. I I used to say all the time when I coached, I said, if only if one girl. Yeah. In 20 years says, I had a coach who really loved me. Yep. I will have oh. done my job. I just got like chills <laughs> like, a little bit because it's mean, so true. I mean. Just one. I mean, yeah. I've coached hundreds of girls. Yeah. I've, I've coached hundreds of children. I used to be a swim coach for boys and girls mm-hmm. down in Miami. But if one kid, one. I mean, if one, if I gave one kid the love they needed, even yes. if it was just for one season, mm-hmm. you know, it will have meant the world to me. Yeah. And. And, and that's just that option. Like, it's just, even if it's just that one, yeah. it, it's like, it's worth it. You know, even if one kid, yeah. she comes back and she might not have gone to college otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that you say that because I think a lot of times with nonprofit work, people get caught up in, well, how many do you serve? How many numbers? How, you know, how many girls is this a week or anything like that? And that's such an important thing to note. But at the same time, these are girls and they're individuals mm-hmm. and 
if there's one girl, that program still has value. If there's 20 girls, that program still right. has values. And Right. So, and, and, and right. Yeah. And so Ren and I, we talk about this a lot. We were both, we both, we're nonprofit oriented people. And so we know. And yeah. so those stats get us grants and those stats yes. make people like we me. We love stats. You yeah. Know, yeah. We, we <laughs> yeah. see the brochure and go, oh man, I need mm-hmm. to do something. Right. But it's more than just the stats. Yeah. These these are these are human beings. They're yes. girls that really otherwise would not have mm-hmm. so many opportunities. You know, Girls Inc. really gives them opportunity, gives them knowledge, education, yeah. gives them people who care about them when mm-hmm. maybe life circumstances don't allow it. Yeah. And, and and our parents are doing the best job they can. I For mean, sure, yeah. You know, but we have some lower income people mm-hmm. and they're, they're trying, they're yeah, trying their best they where they're, you know, girls Inc comes in just to, you know, give a little bit more and just, yeah. yeah. You know, well, I think kids benefit anyway from, you know, being around people that are not their parents. Like, Oh, I agree. Completely. I was, yeah. yeah. I was raised yeah. like spending lots of time at my grandmother's house, my aunt's homes, mm-hmm. you know, my girl scout leaders house, like, Kids benefit from like well, of course, people with we, different life experiences. Well, we don't. We know? like don't listen to our parents, but this like your aunt, your favorite <laughs> yeah. aunt, could say the exact same thing, and all of a sudden it like means something. I mean, I'm yeah. still like yeah. that. I'm like, oh gosh, my parents say whatever. I'm a grown woman, yeah. but but then <laughs> whoever else says something, I'm like, well, that's. I mean, that's the same thing my parents yeah. said. But yeah. well, and for me, like I always yeah. grew up. I have two of the most amazing parents, and but I always say, oh well, you have to say that you're my parents, right. or you have to you know right. feed me that line. That's right. But hearing from a teacher that you know, my writing is incredible or my paper was awesome or, you know, I'm smart or, you know, something like that. It's just, and it's they just don't that have extra, to say it. Yeah, and it means a little bit it. more. Exactly. It They're does. just a caring person in your life who chose to, you know, show you what you really are. Right. And so I think that's incredible. And yeah. And hopefully at the end of the day, that counts for something, yes, you know, yeah. people just, you know, really realize, like I said, if one of those kids just knew their coach loved yeah. them, then I would imagine there was more than yeah. one of them. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I, way more than one. I just texted one of them because it was her birthday oh, today. Just, just how saying. Sweet. But I mean, why does she have a cell phone? That. She doesn't. I text her mom. Oh, okay. <laughs> but some of my girls are old now. I, was I mean, say, well, also but, the amount of girls that we have with cell phones at such I, a young age. I, yes, oh my god. That's a whole nother. Sem- I mean, I still I text that, one of the yeah. kids. He's now a grown man with children of his own. I coached him 25 years ago. And I'm in touch with him. I ran right. into him. His his um, his son was in school with my younger niece. And I Aww. thought, I feel very old because <laughs> this funny. little boy I coached, who was one of my favorites, is now a grown man with children of his own. But he still said I was, you know, one of his favorite coaches. And he played a lot of sports. And that meant something to me. Yeah, and, of course. Um, but I do. Unfortunately, I'm old enough now to have plenty of kids that are <laughs> old enough to have, have cell, phones. cell phones. This <laughs> one is only 10. She turned 10 today. But, Aww. you know, I still... I text a lot of the parents of the kids I used to coach yeah. and keep in touch with them and, and make sure I know how they're doing. And, you and know, also I think about what that does for the whole family as a whole. I mean, you know, these parents now have trusting individuals that they can leave their mm-hmm. children with and who, yes, it's how I became godparent. Yeah, children. exactly. Yeah. That's two different for family. Oh, yes. That's your all. That's your fault. It's your fault, Kirby. My, my eight children. No, oh it's, it's the best. Um, it's the best blessing to be able to oh, be yeah. another adult in children's lives. And, yeah. and, and, and like I said, the girls, I know it's hard for, I, I struggled as a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. And again, I know boys struggle. My brother didn't have the same struggles I had. Uh, yes. And, yeah. 
you know, and he, he freely admits that mm-hmm. he know. And I mean, I was the older one, so that was a whole nother set okay, of, yeah. I had to pave the, the road. Right. Um, but we, we just had different experiences in certain ways, but he and I were always allies. So it was not, it wasn't that different too. Yeah. Because usually if one of us was in trouble, both of us were in trouble. Um, but it's still, I still had coaches that meant so much to me. I had, mm-hmm. a, I had teachers that, you know, made me know that I, I had options. Yeah. And that was back in the olden days. Right. Um, and it was really important. So I think that's why it's, it's really important now. Cause yeah. I do think of back to my coaches that weren't all women. I had, I right. had male coaches mm-hmm. that were very supportive. And I think, you know, just their little bit of encouragement or even razzing, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm a difficult person. I need somebody to call me on it. And sometimes same here. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. You seem uh, really I, difficult. Yeah. Kirby. I have my moments. Oh, Kirby could be a sass monster. I, <laughs> I know it. I'm just, I, I mean, she deals with a that bunch of sassy kids. I like that. Oh yeah. Sass monster. Oh yeah. I, she's, she's got a little bit of a zing. She's, she's really, you're really lovely, but I mean, <laughs> thank you. I mean, you got to have a little bit with these girls. Some of them are tough. Yeah. You got to have a little sass in this world. You oh, do. Yeah. I mean, and some of our girls are, are smart. I mean, they're so smart. Oh, they are. They're so smart. And if you are not on your A game, you they are going to. They will tear you to, down sometimes. Yes. I mean, yeah. you are going down. Because yeah. they are so much smarter than I could ever be <laughs> and ever will be. Absolutely. And I mean, just yeah. helping them, helping them to know that and letting them be a little bit themselves and igniting yeah. that potential mm-hmm. um, is really, it, it's fun. And, yeah, and it so, is fun. When I started with Girls Inc., I started with the middle school class and, mm-hmm. you know, middle school's hard. That's a tough, that's, that's a, a tough, tough crowd. <laughs> for, yeah, they oh, are. Boy. They're a tough crowd sometimes. And, but the things that I learned from them, you know, it, it sounds like cheesy to say, I guess, but you know, I learned as much from them as hopefully they learned from me and they kept me on my toes and, but they kept me coming back. Like that's why. They're so funny. Yeah. I that's mean, why I do what I do I, now because of them. We had, you know, Donnie and I always had the smallest and oh, then like yeah. the oldest and, and because the small ones, like someone just needs to love them yes. and not care yeah. if they win. Our last basketball season, we went completely defeated, which is, <laughs> oh, no. which is a very, very good, aco- I mean, that's an accomplishment. Yeah. I mean, like. Almost nobody has gone completely defeated say. in the history of sports. We were completely defeated. And our girls, last game, they said, we're playing for the championship. And I was like, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yep. The dead last kind of championship. <laughs> Just to see if our record nice, is perfect yes. at zero. Um, and they had no idea. Oh, and, my gosh. And, then, and so they're, they've got this pure, just beautifulness. And then our old girls would say and do some of the funniest stuff. And I was like, oh my gosh. what? You're so everything. And <laughs> like, why? And why they am I so hilarious. amused? I am yeah. so amused right yeah. now. I'm supposed to be the adult. And I'm like laughing it's at whatever it is you just... Thing. It's so entertaining. We and, took them I mean, to... Um, this was... I guess I was in the role that I'm in now, but I just kind of started. And we took the middle school class to a, a UT women's soccer game. And there were it, there were people like playing music and all this stuff. And I remember one of the girls just gets up and like starts dancing like in the stands and like all this stuff. And I was just like, I would never have done that right. at that age. Mm-hmm. And to see her be just like completely just confident uninhibited and, and yep. like confident enough to like stand up and just like dance and move. I was like, this is it's incredible. I love it. They're they're you know it's incredible. So yeah. really, um, 
I mean, thank you for what you do. Yeah, um, you. Being in the nonprofit world, we know is very challenging. We're always we're always challenged for donors. We're always challenged for making an excuse for why we're there. Yeah. And so Rin and I especially yeah. know and are appreciative. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate you guys. Well, people like you all make our jobs easier. Uh, so. Well, well, it's fun. It's so fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I trust me. I get. It, and like you said, you would learn so much from them yeah. without sounding too cheesy. I get so much more than, you know, than they get. Oh, I mean, I yeah. will, I, I'll remember all of these kids forever mm-hmm. and they may just kind of remember they played softball at some point and that doesn't matter to me. It's, it was, it was so fun. I look back at pictures of our first season and I just, my heart melts all over yeah. again. I love oh, those kids love all that. over again. That's awesome. I mean, I mean, I know if I was one of those kids, I would distinctly remember Donnie in that hat. He was wearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So, Rin, you got to see <laughs> us in action coaching at some point. Oh, and cool. It was so, awesome. So that was fun. I mean, I'm sure that Donnie and I aren't quite the spectacle as a coaching team. Um, <laughs> That's true. For a lot of so many reasons. Yeah. I mean, we're both really extra. And so. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the the girls chanting things from the dugout. Yep. Oh, that yeah. was fun. That was, she saw the bigs. Oh, she saw good. our bigs. Okay. Um, awesome. And so we call them the, our bigs and our littles because that's the only way when we'd go, Donnie'd be like, what game are we doing? The littles. And, and so he would, and that's just how he had yeah, to do it. The littles have. and the bigs, because it was like either the five-year-olds or the 14-year-olds. And that was, it's or 12-year-olds. Yeah. Well, it's so different. Oh, yeah. And it's, sure. And the, and, and, and I'm like, so littles, you don't yell right bigs yell all you want you know like right. they'll yell back yeah that's yeah. right and well even our five-year-olds right, when, yeah. when i had my my goddaughter catching she's the smallest person she's like a person but half the size of a normal person like she's just so <laughs> tiny and I, her catcher gear is too big and at one point in the middle of the game i said you know get on them get on those balls she's on the littles but i make right. her play like she's big because she's mine right yeah. like we're always worse on our own exactly and I said, if you're not going to be a log- logical catcher, you need to work harder. That's life, kids. Right. That's life, all of us. If <laughs> you're not you go. good, like I'm not good at math, so I have to try harder. I yep. mean, and so I said, you're going to have to get on this. And at some point she gets up and she goes, yo, coach, it's too big. Oh, <laughs> and everybody God. in the stands erupts. And I said, you heard my five-year-old just bless me out. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, and she just did a hand motion and Look at I mean, toot all the Love way. It. Her he- helmet's like half fallen oh. off. And, and I, I was like, get on the ball. <laughs> As I'm like turned around dying, laughing, you yeah. know, but it was funny. So no, my littles yell back at me too. Yeah. <laughs> I got no control. That's good to know. We're, yeah. we're like the like, kind of like, just, just do whatever. I, I'm spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. Just, just do whatever. Are you having fun? Does everybody love each other? You guys yeah. really got a hot fun mess. Was it my, was. I mean, it was awesome. I that's literally, that's like when describe. we had our completely defeated season. Because I'm like always the like, does every, and I, here's what's funny. So like in like this role, I'm not the lovey, touchy, kind person. But in that, I'm like, does everybody love each other? Yeah. Does, is everybody having fun? Oh. And Johnny's like, get with it. Get with it. And like, and I'm like, they're but five. They love each other. They're yeah. five. They love each other. They're happy. They love me. I don't care. That's I don't, so you know. Sweet. And so it was just, it's just a funny, and some of the parents who are also coaches are yeah. like, you're the worst. And I'm like, <laughs> I know. I mean, nobody puts them on the Vargas team because we're going to win. Let's be honest. <laughs> but some of my girls I coached from my first season to my last. Yeah. And so. That's awesome. What an accomplishment. You yeah, know, that's awesome. They don't really, nobody ever really cared too much that, I mean, a couple 
cared and they went to other teams and that's fine i don't yeah. um, that's yeah, fine sure. i told all thing. the parents at the beginning of the season hey we're not here to yeah. win we're here to play right, right yeah. you know i'm here <laughs> to make it. sure your kids are having fun yeah. and so you know no, i actually i remember when you were doing that i thought that was so great because her mindset was always like yeah we're not there like you said not there to win but like yeah. you guys were never the team that had like bad attitudes or let it be anything yeah. other than a good time and I, I love that that's awesome yeah. I wish every kid had but that we have to you know You're in exactly sports right about that. Yeah. you know we don't we don't always know how to be graceful winners or graceful losers mm-hmm. and there's grace in everything yeah. it, it also wasn't that you didn't teach them like skills and practice no, and competitiveness and, and we need right. to play and we're and we're gonna play right, listen yeah. I grew and it's funny because anybody who knows me from the pre me when I was an athlete <laughs> You know, second place is the first loser. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. If, if you ain't winning, you're losing. No. I mean, really, it was don't bother if you're not going to win. Right. I mean, I couldn't tell you that more. I met my coach in swimming had to walk me to every single starting block because he was afraid I was going to fight. I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. And so then you fast forward to the adult coach me who's like, everybody love each other. Yeah. I mean, everybody probably oh, thought I had a lobotomy. If, <laughs> if the former me... Or my former people yeah, saw the new me coaching would would really wonder what happened, and somehow I, I like I, I tell I joke and say at thirty I died I don't know I don't <laughs> it just didn't all the other stuff matters more yeah and so like our encouraging our girls and making sure things like play like a girl doesn't happen yeah. and um, making sure they have the same opportunities mm-hmm. and they know their their they know their value is more important than them winning a game. Yeah. And so somewhere that always, that somehow gets lost in translation for a lot of people. But mm-hmm. for me, it was ultimately all of my competitiveness didn't get me in the Olympics. It didn't get me on a Wheaties box and it didn't get me any money. Yeah. But it got me a work ethic and it got me a lot of things. Yeah. Um, and so I try to focus on that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you can focus on it without having that competition. Yeah. That, and you can you know, have fun without only ever messing around. Yes. Right. That can all yeah. happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, you know, so all of those things. And, and so you guys at Girls Inc., I think, do that in a lot of different ways. And I think it's so cool when I found out you had a STEM lab and things like that. I'm like, yeah. this is so awesome. Yeah. So like I said, we'll put some, you know, stuff on Girls Inc. Absolutely, um, yeah. Um, for everybody who listens, Mitch's Manly Insights is not going to happen, I think, this episode. He's, he's left us. Guys, so it's record day. I don't know if you know what record day is. I didn't. Katrina didn't. Yeah. It's basically what he described it as was Black Friday, but for a vinyl. (laughs) Yes. So so, there's like limited editions of records that are meant to help boost record stores. Like, because that's a, that's a dying art. And so it's like this big thing. He's very excited. He's having a party. He's, He's also party. has a friend over to show him, so show them his bounty. Yeah, they're they're going his over. Bounty. Yeah, they're going over all of the things he got this morning. Yes. Oh my god. He was running around ta- like he's not. I mean, he's not like a late riser. He's not that early of riser. He's like standing out in front of record stores he at like eight a.m. Oh yeah. And so it's, it's a Saturday. It's a like, Saturday. Yeah. yeah. It's really cute. I like. I I think it's very cute and it's funny. But we won't have Mitch's manly insights because of <laughs> oh, it. And so Kirby, bad. yes, you're sometimes <laughs> he he asked he. Asked our guests like what the difference between them and a Jedi are. Oh, see, Things I like feel that. like I would be good at answering these questions. So <laughs> I mean, we could do our best. Like, yeah, I, I could like do an impression, but I probably wouldn't. <laughs> let's, let's each ask one question as Ooh, if we're Mitch. Okay, yeah. Okay. This is fun. Let's go. Um, 
<laughs> this might have been a bad idea. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. Kirby, do you... Yes. No, you got to do the voice. I, I don't know if I can do the oh. voice. Well, I can't. This is a failed experiment. It's a failed experiment. <laughs> I was going to ask her something about, like, do you teach the girls to be Jedi warriors? Like, I don't know. It's something um, that he might say. I would love to teach the girls how to be Jedi warriors. I just want to throw that out there. And we could have I a program. Sign up for it. Perfect. Yeah, that's Let's what get I'm a Star Wars Monday. person out there to get some curriculum on how to be a Jedi. Yeah. Um, that was the best I could do. I cannot do a Mitch impression. Yeah. Because it's what what happens is we do a Mitch impression. It's Mitch impre- impersonating his mom. Mitchell. Mitchell. Uh, we never actually I'm impersonate like Mitch. We impersonate Mitch yeah, his impersonating his mom. Yeah. 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 And so that's kind of a. Well, I never guess right what he's going to say about things. So I yeah. guess that was. No, just he. A, this was a bad it, it was idea. A, it was a bad idea. We miss Mitch in this episode. <laughs> and we're sorry if you guys miss him too. He'll be back. We promise. Good. It's He's just very excited about his records. Yeah. Um, he showed them all to so, us when we got here. Yes, he did. He was so Aww. proud. He was very proud. Um, so Kirby, before we finish, is there anything else we should know? Do we need to? If somebody wanted to follow Girls Inc. or or get involved somehow, how would they do that? Yes. So we have a website. It's being redone at the moment. So in the next couple weeks, it'll look nice and pretty. But it's girlsinctnv.org. You can find out a lot of information there. We're also all over Facebook. We do have different Facebook pages for the counties that we serve. So we have um, Girls Inc. Knoxville, Girls Inc., uh, Oak Ridge and then Girls Inc. Blunt County. So you can find all of those and you can stay up to date on the programs that we run in those specific counties. Awesome. And yeah, I saw you guys on Instagram because yes, I saw we are pictures. on Instagram as well. Yeah, Girls Inc. TNV. Awesome. Okay. And so um, just check everything out. Girls Inc. Yeah. is an awesome organization. Kirby, thank you, thank you so much for being here thank today. Thank you guys. Um, this was awesome. You can also find us on you know iTunes at thatotherfword.com. Most, most places that most you places can in- find podcasts. Uh, we're on Facebook, that other F word. It's the it's the one with like the bright blue with the red lady. Uh, we're on Insta, that other F word pod, and probably on Twitter soon. We'll yep. see. Yeah, nice. right. You got to tweet though. I'm I'm really not the social media guru. Yeah, I'm just it's not for me. So yeah. it's um, a tough world to it is. get into. And so Kirby, if you wouldn't mind, would you remind our guests what they should uh, know? Feminism isn't a bad word. Awesome. That's right. All right, guys. See you next time. <laughs>